Okay, well. <laughs> Technical difficulties. I mean, you don't know. You guys don't need to know that. No, it's an iPad Pro, so I feel like. It oh, do be, we have to be a pro to use I it? You <laughs> should be better. Oh God. Um. Okay. Well, welcome to insert super pun here. I'm Allison. And I'm Parker. And uh, that one felt a lot more organic than the last time that we tried it. Um, where I almost ended it immediately after. Yeah. Definitely. Do we say it? we have been? Like, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It was really weird. Yeah, I don't know. We haven't done we, it. We haven't oh recorded in a while. We haven't recorded in like four months. Yeah, it's been a long time since we recorded. Well, because originally there was the, um, uh, the holidays. Yep. And then, and then we other just stuff kind just, of like lost track of Then things. other stuff kind of happened because it's now... April. April, yeah. And I think we last recorded in December. Right. Yeah, it's been... Or maybe November. I don't know. I don't remember what our last movie was that we recorded. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> I do remember. Oh my god. Well, anyway. But we're gonna. I mean, we're still in a pandemic, but we've both been vaccinated. Fully vaccinated. Yep. We had today. Our fourteen today is our, days yep. today. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, we're both, we did it together. Yeah. We yeah. do everything together. It worked out. Um, but yeah, I think that I really missed recording. Me too. I really miss watching movies with you. Yeah. Not that definitely. we haven't watched movies since then, <laughs> right, but. but we haven't watched these movies. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think we're going to go back to try to get on a schedule again. And so much again. has happened. Yeah. Wonder Woman 84 came out. The Snyder Cut uh, came out. Uh, WandaVision came and went. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Soldier is like mid-season. Loki's in June, yeah. things like that. So there's a lot of content oh, for us so to do. So much content. Um, you know, thankfully we don't really talk about trailers mm-hmm. because the Suicide Squad trailer came out yeah. and looked phenomenal. And, and then there's just been other movies that aren't really part of the superhero genre, but yeah, are part like, of the geek genre. Like you got really into King Kong. King Kong. I well, because really, you saw Skull Island finally. Finally, and then just... But you've never seen any other Kongs, right? No. Yeah, no. so or uh, any other Godzilla movies, right? So I but Skull Island really like was, dragged you in. It was really good, and then I went back and watched the 2014 Godzilla movie, which was eh. Yeah, and then I watched Skull Island, which I loved. Mm-hmm. I, I watched it again. Yeah, after it, then I watched um, Godzilla King of Monsters, which was also dumb. Yeah, um, and then I watched, and then we watched Skull, yeah. uh, Skull Godzilla Island. versus Kong Godzilla versus, versus Skull Island versus <laughs> versus Kong, and it was. The gods, the con pieces were really, really good. Yeah, I really did. I really like Khan was like a really great character in it. I feel well, like. Well, I think the problem is, is like Godzilla as a character is very one dimensional. He really is, and I just don't care about Godzilla. Well, because most of the quote unquote Godzilla parts of the movie are like Millie Bobby Brown, right, running around with the kid from Deadpool Two, right. Yeah, it just. I don't know. I just, but I also just don't yeah. find Godzilla. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because he's a lizard, a reptile, so he's just not. Yeah, they don't have personality. He can't really emote. Right. While literally, you could feel the sadness. So much emotion in Khan. So much. Emotion. It just, it was, it was, yeah. So, like, it's one of those movies that it was about two hours, and I would have been happy with a forty-five minute. Is that a plane or a motorcycle? A plane. I would I would have liked a forty five minute movie of just the 
to fighting. Right. I mean, there could have been a lot of cuts to that. Yeah, movie. I don't care about the people. Mm-mm. The people, I just don't care about. Yeah. I mean, you that's know? even Alexander Skarsgård. I didn't really care. No, about. no, and it's just even in Skull Island. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I was more into the people in Skull Island yeah. than I was in any of these Godzilla movies. I don't know. No. I just thought that the con pieces were good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, also, I was just really happy that you got into it because I feel yeah. like I I wouldn't have expected that from you. Me either. That's I've stayed away. Yeah. From those movies, like no. Well, no, I've seen I think bits and pieces <clears throat> of the old school monster movies, mm-hmm. and I just well, I think I that, never cared. Yeah. About that, I think that Kong is a very different sort of monster movie because Kong is an ape and apes are very close genetically to humans. So I think it's a lot different than a giant lizard destroying downtown Tokyo or a giant moth creature flying around because they don't have personalities. And again, you could see how... Khan was feeling. Yeah. Like, you could see when he was sad. You could see when right. he was happy. You could see when he was angry. It just yeah. made sense. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so I've always loved... I, Go ahead. I just have to say, um, just to defend Mothra a little <laughs> bit... Um, oh, no. Here we go. Well, no. I just... So he... He, she... I'm not it. sure. It was... They? They. they I think go. that's more respectful, because I don't know. <clears throat> um, was in Godzilla King of Monsters... And I actually liked the. Oh. I mean, I, ha- I have not seen King of Monsters, so. And you don't ever need to. I mean, now I'm interested but, in Mothra. But, but there was no emotion or anything, but yeah. Mothra was just beautiful. Oh, okay. Like, it was very. Oh, I get it, Parker. Yeah, it was just. So you don't want you don't want any sort of personality. You just <laughs> love this one pretty. Yeah. But no, but just like when Mothra came out of their shell. Mm-hmm. You know, their cocoon, if you will. Yeah. Was just this really, like, purpley, bluey type color, and it was just really pretty. Um, and I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really <laughs> the only thing I enjoyed about the well, movie. Well, so, I've always really loved uh, the King Kong movies. Um, like, the original silent one is, mm-hmm. is really... It's really, really good. Um, and then I really enjoyed the 2005 one that Peter Jackson did. Um, Which I'm going to watch at some point. And uh, so when I was scrolling the $5 movies a couple weeks ago Which on you do iTunes, on a regular basis. Right. Such a sickness. <laughs> but I was like, oh my God, they have the extended version of the 2005 King Kong. So I bought it. And then as soon as I bought it, I was like, wait, I think I already own the... The regular version. Like, like the regular, yeah, on iTunes. Like, I think it was a $5 movie at some point, and I bought it. And so I paid an extra $5 for 13 minutes of runtime that I could not tell you what. What was the. Yeah, what the runtime was. I support it. I support that decision. $5 movies. um, I mean, the amount of $5 movies I've recently bought. Oh my God. That I have on DVD upstairs. I know. Ridiculous, but don't want to get. Well, I just don't. I and the whole the thing. But the thing is, are you ever going to get rid of your DVDs? I need to. (laughs) I really need to because I don't really watch them. And the ones that I taking up room in my in my bookcase. And the ones that I really want to watch, I'm 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 buying. I'm replacing. (laughs) Or let's be honest, all my Marvel movies are now on Disney Plus, and I'm never not going to have Disney Plus. Yeah. You know, most of the movies that I. 
have upstairs are also on um, Netflix or Hulu. The yeah. amount of streaming services that I have mm-hmm. is, is just ridiculous. So really, in my mind, I'm just like, I don't need. Yeah. The last time I put in a DVD, well, actually, I put in a DVD when I, a few months ago, when I was watch, I went there to watch the original X Men. Mm. No, I went to watch X Two. Uh, and that was before it went on Disney Plus. Okay. And so I put that. I think in. the last time was a couple months ago um, when I watched the British North and South because it's not streaming anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I had to buy it on Amazon. I had to buy the DVD. Right. You had to. Had to. You had to because you had to watch it. I mean, it's a freaking tragedy. Tragedy. It's a tragedy. It's it's a travesty that it's not streaming anywhere. What? I have such a weird taste in movies. Well, it's just um, funny that you just needed to scratch that itch and watch that at it's that like, moment. It's like, okay, so things I can't control myself with. Food yes. and when I really want to watch a movie. Yeah, because like if I went there to watch a movie and I didn't own it and it's not streaming anywhere, yeah. I just wouldn't watch it. Well, that's I was really impressed with myself. Like The only time when I don't, like when I really want to watch something and I don't buy it is if it's... Is if it's a TV show, right? Like when I was when I really wanted to watch Las Vegas, Trust and I was me. like, "Well, yep. I could pay one hundred and twenty-five dollars for all the seasons it's on crazy. DVD. That's insane." Well, and I was able to pull myself back from well, that. Because with a TV show, a TV show is more work to watch on DVD. Yeah, you have to get up multiple times. You have to get up like every four episodes. Yeah, I can't do that. I don't. Have, How do we even live? It's archaic. I don't have time for that. <laughs> you like, know what? It's, it's times like these where I really understand how the people became the way they did in that movie Wally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know what you mean. I've never we're seen. We're so close. I've never seen it. Yeah, but I, know, I watched it once. I know about right. the people. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've just never cared about watching it. <laughs> I mean, I really maybe I just don't want to see myself the, in it, and so with the little robot, right? Um. But no, I mean, I just like, when I really want to watch something, I'm like, yeah, I'll pay $4, $5. Just to rent just it to real rent fast. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I've been buying them. Because I'm like, well, if I'm going to spend $4 to rent it, I might as well just spend $5 to buy it if it's a $5 movie. Well, even sometimes when the movie's like $8 or something, like as long as it's not like $19.99, like yeah. I, I will like... Same. I mean, because I, I remember this one time, this movie, I rented it like... Like, I was going to rent it for, like, the third time in two weeks. And mm-hmm. I was like, just buy this fucking movie, Allison. Yeah. And I was like, well... Because I have conversations with myself. Yeah. And I was like, well, what if I don't watch it again? I've watched it so many times since. So, right. I mean, every once in a while, I just bite the bullet and I, I bite it. I bite it. I buy it. I can't buy a $15 movie anymore. I think this one was only, like, 8 or $9. And, and I've done that. But somehow it was okay for me to rent yeah. it twice for right. four ninety nine. But that's exactly it. I don't... I don't know. I don't know. This is why we're not wealthy people. Right. Because of that. Well, we also have jobs that, that, that don't pay us a lot of money. No. So. All right. So, we should get into our movie for this episode. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I mean, we could talk a little bit more about our lives, but I don't think anyone would want to listen. No, right. But you know what the nice thing about podcasts? There's this skip forward button. Right. You guys can just skip past that and get to the time where we're actually going to talk. The real meat and potatoes of the episode. the movie. (laughs) Because today we're talking about Blade. Yes, we're talking about Blade. Motherfuckers. So... I don't know if he actually says motherfuckers in the movie. I can't remember. Well, it is R-rated. But it seems like something he would say. I would think so. Not I, like that because he's too cool, but yeah. I don't know because it was 
wasn't it R-rated? I think I so. I think it was. I mean, it was... It's, I feel like it should be. When they talk about it and they describe it, they describe it as um, a, a dark superhero movie, but a superhero horror movie as well. Horror. When they, when they talk about it. R. But, it is rated R. Right, which makes sense with all the blood and everything. And the swearing. Right. So we're talking about the 1998... I don't think so. There's no nudity. No, not really. I don't think... Maybe in the club? Oh, up in the club? Yeah, maybe there might have been. I don't... I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, so it's the 1998 um, Blade movie with um, Wesley Snipes Mm -hmm. as Blade. Um, So before we jump into the movie, I just thought it might be good because Blade is one of those characters that I don't really have a background. So normally... So you did a little bit of research? I did a little bit of research about Blade to kind of get a better understanding. My experience with Blade is the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, The movies. Yeah. All three movies. Um, Also, and we'll talk about this in the next episode, um, the Blade 2 video game. Okay. um, For PlayStation, which I remember loving. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Was there a TV show? There was a TV show, but... so. We'll I'm talk sorry. about that. no. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. But uh, if you're okay with that, no, that's fine. Um, no, I know it's weird when I actually have an agenda. I know because <laughs> you get very confused. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then um, my other experience with Blade was obviously the movies and the video game, but really before that was only he was he showed up a couple of times in the animated Spider-Man 1990s Spider-Man TV okay. show um, cartoon. Um, and I remember him as a character because Morbius, um, the living vampire, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, obviously, was a big Spider-Man character as well, I believe, in the comics and mm-hmm. stuff. And so he showed up a lot yeah. in the um, cartoon. And so if Morbius shows up, there's always a chance Blade mm-hmm. is going to show up. So the Blade was in a couple of episodes of that. And so I just had a vague memory. So I knew who Blade was. Mm-hmm. I knew that he was also a vampire mm-hmm. who could be... This is my background. So he was... In my mind, he was also a vampire that could... Like a daywalker who could be in the light and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got all the movie Blade. Okay. So I wasn't really sure about the comic book Blade. Mm-hmm. Like, I figured that maybe the cartoon one from Spider-Man was similar. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to like just get a little more of a background... On Blade from the comic book. So, um, and also, do they ever say Blade's name in the movie? His real name? Mm, I kind of feel like maybe Whistler maybe says it at one point, but I... It says it in the the Wikipedia, it says what his name was. But I just didn't remember if they ever say it. I mean, I feel like maybe Whistler might have said it, but I didn't really... If, so you if wouldn't he did, I didn't remember. So you wouldn't remember no. his name. Exactly. So I I mean it's it's a total like like suburban white dude's name. Mm-hmm. So it's Eric Brooks. Yeah. And so I wanted to know, well, okay, so Eric Brooks sounds like a like a like a hedge fund manager. Right, right. It doesn't sound like someone's gonna make him cool like Blade. <laughs> so but if my name was Eric Brooks, maybe I would call myself Blade. <laughs> Eric. Yeah. Eric. Ugh. Ugh, I don't I'm like look, it. Looking at you. And no, I don't also. Like I also don't like being called it. <laughs> so, in the comic books, um, Blade was actually born in London in 1922. Oh. Damn. So he's old. Wait, when did when did the comic book first come out? I want to say 67. 
Okay, was so... Was from what I So he would read. have been, like, 45. Right, but he... Well, okay, let's... So, in the comic book, his background was... Um, his dad was a member of a secret society. His wife was pregnant. She's... Yes. What is his ethnicity in the comics? African-American. He is? Yeah, because they're from the United States. His dad was part of a secret society. Oh, okay. So his family's from the United States. Okay. Um, part of a secret society. It's just very odd And to then me. his... I think that's what it is because it doesn't say... Okay. Um, it doesn't say where they... Act. It says that he sent her to England because he was getting in trouble with the secret society. So he sent his pregnant wife to England. Oh, okay. But it doesn't say where they sent them from. Okay. So I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if it's America or not. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. That's, that's a, actually a good question. But he sends his wife to England. Um, and then she was having problems with her labor. So it's a little different than the com- than the movie, right? In the fact that she was doing her thing, and then she got attacked by a vampire, and then went into labor. Mm-hmm. She was in she was um, in labor, was having problems, so she went to the doctor. Do you know what her doctor's name was? Doctor Blade. <laughs> no. <laughs> Deacon Frost. No. Right. So that so. We're going to see parallels between okay. his background and the movie and what okay. they took. But Deacon Frost was the doctor who was actually a vampire. And as she was giving birth, he started feeding on her. He wasn't there to help her. Rude. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah. What about the Hippocratic Oath? Oh, yeah. Apparently, as a vampire, he did not care. So he started feeding on her and she died. But when he was feeding on her, then the same thing in the movie that happened... Blade was kind of transformed. And so okay. Eric was transformed with... It goes into a series of enzymes and things like that explaining it. Um, oh, you're not going to take the opportunity to, <laughs> to talk the about the science that. of it? I am not. Um, but basically, he transformed his, his bloodstream and he became the half-human, half-vampire. Okay. And so they call... So when he was first created... He didn't have all the powers that he had in the movie. Okay. His only powers were, they call it, okay, I'm going to say this wrong. Oh, God. Dishamper physiology. D-H-A-M-P-I-R. Dampier? Dampier? Yeah. Okay, Dampier physiology. Okay. Which is basically half human, half vampire. His only powers were that he could... Resist a vampire's bite. Okay. It wouldn't turn him. Okay. And he could sense the supernatural. Oh. And that's all it was. I was just going to make a Winona Earp reference and then I remembered oh, you. I wouldn't watch understand it. it. I was going to say, like, Jeremy in his crotch, but I, you I don't understand. If anybody listens to Winona Earp, it's like Jeremy, Jeremy in his crotch. So basically, um, yeah, so basically that's all he had. All he could do was sense, um, the supernatural and things like that mm-hmm. and if a vampire bit him he wouldn't and it says in quotes if a normal vampire bit him he wouldn't turn into a vampire wouldn't turn him what's a normal so we'll get to what that means a little later so then he was living on the streets of london as an orphan 
because his mom's dead. Right. And I don't know, like, if he got went to an orphanage or anything like that, but basically, while he was living on the streets, he actually ran into an American veteran who was a vampire slayer. And basically, he saved Eric from a vampire and then trained him to become a vampire hunter. Oh, okay. Because he could tell that Blade was able to sense supernatural, things like that. He taught him how to be a vampire hunter. Mm-hmm. And Eric really enjoyed swords, so he called himself Blade. Okay. So that was the weapon he enjoyed. You know what I have to say? That I am really glad that that's not, like, the backstory that they ended up kind of going with. Well, it would have been exciting for the movie. Right. Like, his powers were a little eh. The other thing about the movie, too, is, like, the only thing that they really talk about for his background is that, I mean, obviously slightly different, that his mother was attacked while she was pregnant. Right. Um, And then, like, Whistler talks a little bit about... Like developing the serum that helps him like resist. Well, he has bloodlust blood and things and like that. So he but has that's like really it. There's no real backstory. Right. Well, he has no bloodlust in this. Okay. So he has he so when they created movie. him, he had no bloodlust. Okay. He didn't have super strength. He didn't have all. He, all he could do was hide from like a, a vampire bite wouldn't affect him, and he could sense supernatural. So he could sense vampires and things like that. So Blade's history was basically. Um, he would fight vampires. He fought Dracula quite a bit. He would okay. fight Dracula quite a bit. He actually became in the seventies. He became a member of a group called the Mighty Avengers, and basically it was a lot of supernatural characters I've never heard of before. And so the Mighty Avengers in the seventies weren't like the v- Avengers that we know. They were more almost like very similar to like Justice League Dark. Okay. Or something like that. They were basically Avengers who kind of fought supernatural okay. things. But none of the characters were anyone that I don't... I've never heard of before, so I don't think you would have really known okay. who any of them were. But uh, there were just a lot of times where he fought a lot of Dracula stuff. <laughs> so that that was that was all it was. Okay. Then, and you know, there were times when he met up with Doctor Strange and, and Spider-Man and things like that. As you do. Right. So... I mean, if you're in New York, you're going to bump into Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange or Spider-Man. And he bumped into Morius a couple of times, too, the living vampire. So, all of that to say, <laughs> that's all he really was. He was really cool in the comics. He did a lot of cool things. He fought a lot of things with swords, stuff like that. 1998, Blade, the movie, comes out. They change up his backstory a little bit. Mm-hmm. They give him some more powers to make him more interesting. Mm-hmm. And then... Because Blade was successful, they say, we need to make Blade in the comics cool like Blade in the movie. So they have a storyline where he's working with Spider-Man. Morbius is being taken under control. The living vampire? Yes. He was under control by someone. A trans- what does that mean, the living vampire? That he's, he's a vampire that... So he's not a vampire that... He's a vampire that has bloodlust. Morbius. Okay. Um... So he Morbius's quick backstory was he had a blood disease. He tried to heal himself, turned himself into a vampire. Okay. Um, I don't know the kind of blood he used, but he used weird blood, turned himself into a vampire. Who's got to check the blood? Got a bloodlust. When he would uh, feed off people, he would then go. He would become crazy, 
he would feed off you. You would die. He would then go back to my, his mind wouldn't be crazy anymore, and he would feel remorse. So okay. almost like I want to say like angel with a soul. Okay. So like how vampires kind of don't have souls. Mm-hmm. He he would go crazy with his bloodlust, but then his soul would kind of come back, mm. and he would then feel remorse and guilt okay. and things like that. So that's why I think they call him the living vampire. I could be 100% wrong, but that's kind of what I read about his backstory. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Okay. Um, Was he immortal? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But he's not dead like a, like a vampire. Right. Okay. Well, I think, I think it's more the remorse and the soul type situation because all the vampires... Well, he never they, died, though. Right. He just... He just made himself a vampire while he was still alive. I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know if he actually no, died in the process and yeah. came back. So maybe that's why they call him the vampire. That would actually make more sense. But also, I found it interesting that he has remorse mm-hmm. and he feels things and stuff like that. Um, I also like that I was able to pull out Angel. Yeah. Um, well, if you had watched Buffy right. longer, um, Spike also gets that way, but without a soul. That is why Spike is better than uh, Angel. I won't argue because I don't know. Um, but also, if you're going to bring up Buffy, yeah. I did just want to say quickly that um, the scene of of Blade's mother being murdered, she was was, she, was it on a subway? Wasn't she on? In the I thought subway? she was in the street. Was she in the street? I thought it was rainy. It's rainy and dark a lot in this okay, movie. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, or maybe I'm getting it confused with in in Buffy. Uh, there's a character called Robin Wood, and he's the principal at Don's High School. Robin Wood? Yeah. <laughs> Just reminds me of Robin Hood. Uh, oh, I didn't go to Wood and giggle because of Wood. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me neither. Robin Hood but and he, Robin Wood. But it turns out that his mother was a slayer, and she was murdered by Spike. Okay. Um, On, on a subway, subway car. Oh, so okay. I, I was wonder, still trying to get the... Um, I I wonder, honestly, if I keep confusing that scene with the Blade mother dying scene. So, I can't remember now. Maybe. So, anyway. <laughs> Sorry for that sidetrack. But not really, because I will talk about Spike all day long. So, um, so, the movie does really well. People like the powers of Blade. They find him really cool. So, they want to turn... The comic books blade, comic book blade, more similar into the blade from the movie. So he goes on a an adventure with Spider-Man. Morbius is under another vampire's control. Morbius is not a normal vampire. Mm-hmm. So when Morbius bites Blade, it transforms his enzymes a little, his body a little more, and makes him a daywalker. So it gives him all of the powers. Of a, of a vampire, but none of the weaknesses. Okay. Except for the fact that he has a bloodlust now. Okay. And then there's. And a that was post movie. Yes, it was okay. because of the movie. Okay. No, all of everything from Morbius biting him was because of the movie. Got it. So because of the movie, they really turned the comic book blade into the movie blade. Interesting. With more leather. Mm-hmm. Uh, with <laughs> they basically made Blade a leather daddy. Um, more, you know, being able to having a bloodlust near a serum mm-hmm. for all of that stuff. So I just found cool. it really cool how the movie, yeah, kind of made this them movie transform. Was extremely successful. It was, It really was. Which is funny yeah. watching mm-hmm. it now. It's enjoyable, but I wouldn't say it's a great movie. Well, okay, I think 
I think it's very different from the other um, superhero comic book movies of that time because I think that it's it's dark like Batman, right? But you don't have the like. Well, it, I don't want to say fun villains. Well, no, but you like, want to say it's dark like Batman, but you have to think about it. This movie also came out. I want to say a year after Batman and Robin. Right. So the dark Batman was gone. Right. And it was this more is the time just of the, the like, campy the pop culture, the campy yeah. Batman. So we haven't had a dark Batman since 1992. Right. Except if you don't count the Batman from the animated series. Um, well, I'm just yeah. saying that was part of the Batman stuff. But if you're thinking movies, well, grown ups don't watch cartoons. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> says the person who watches Adult Swim. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It was a joke. I know. Anyway, I was like, I know, but I didn't care. I know, but I would kill you. <laughs> so it's just funny to think about how the movies were actually kind of getting a little campier. Yeah. Before Blade came out, and then right. Blade turned it dark again. Yeah. Uh, Blade is also the Blade movie being so successful was also the reason that Marvel kind of gave the go ahead to do other movies, mm-hmm. X-Men, Spider-Man, all those things, because Blade was a success. That's just, it's honestly, it's it's very, I mean, looking back on mm-hmm. it, and I don't know if people thought about, thought this at the time, but like, to me, it's a very interesting choice. It really was. It's, first of all, it's an African-American mm-hmm. uh, superhero. Right. Um, you know who I don't believe was really well known. Right. Again, people who maybe paid attention to Comics might have known him because yeah. he popped up, but he wasn't like I like knew him a little bit, culture. right? Because he popped into a couple of my Spider-Man cartoons, and that's it. So I knew of him and things like that, but yeah. I didn't know. And so I have, I, I, I think I'm going to go on Disney Plus one day and go back to those episodes on uh-huh. the Spider-Man because because that was <clears throat> pre-movie. He has his old powers. Oh. He wouldn't have had all right. the cool new powers. Yeah. I'm really curious about that. But I want to say I want to ask, ask you a question. So cuz we're trying to say well this was a weird choice. What do you think the um last Marvel movie to be in theaters was before Blade? So Blade was 1998. The last Marvel movie? Yeah, the last Marvel movie that Marvel tried to make a movie that they put in theaters. This fascinated me. I'm not really good at knowing because I want to say. Well, because we watch. Well, we watched Fantastic Four. Yeah. That was never in the theater. Right. Um, there were some Captain America movies. I don't think they were ever in the theater. The last. Was there a Flash? No. No, Flash is DC. 80s. Oh yeah. <laughs> but no. But I'm just saying. So it's weird because we can think. I can think of Batman movies and things like that. Wait, hold on. No, keep, keep talking. So, basically... Well, I was going to give you the answer. Well, don't give me the answer just okay. yet. Okay. Well, so so Marvel did a bunch of movies. They did a Punisher movie in the 80s, I believe. I don't believe it was in theaters. They did the Fantastic Four movie that we watched. That was made to fail. Yeah. And so that was never really in theaters. They did a couple of Captain America movies, and that was never in okay. theaters. So, what are you looking up? I was... I don't know. I was looking up Spawn to see if it but was But Spawn's not Marvel. Right. That's, yeah. I didn't know if it nope. was Marvel or not. Spawn, That's what... Yeah, Spawn's not Marvel. Right. So, basically, the last Marvel movie before Blade to be in theaters was Howard the Duck. 
from 1985? Like something Seven? like that low, right? Yeah. Like you have to. I don't. I don't. I didn't get the now exact um, year that Howard the Duck came out, but it was like the mid to late 80s. And you have to also think: Was Howard the Duck known as a success? No. Not in my mind. No, uh, not, 1986. Yeah, I was right in the... That was really good. Right you actually said 86. I said 85 or 87. Oh, man, but thank you. really you. skipped it. Um, <laughs> but, and Howard the Duck was a failure. People hated yeah. the movie. It's so, interspecies erotica. Right. I agree. It's a bad movie. But I'm just saying, <laughs> they put that in theaters, and then they wait over almost 12 years to put another movie... It's really funny, though. I mean, if you're looking at it from... Mm -hmm. If you're just looking at them listed, it's like Howard the Duck, and then it's Blade. (laughs) Right, right. And it's... Two very, very different movies. Two very different movies, which makes sense of why they went this route. Yeah. Um, And then, to put someone like Wesley Snipes in the lead, and because Blade was a success, that is why we have the other Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. So, without Blade... Yeah. There would be no X-Men movie. There would be no Spider-Man movie. You know? So, no uh, no Fantastic Four movies. So why do you think that Blade was so successful? I think it's... I think it's just... I think Wesley Snipes was at the height of... You know, Wesley Snipes was still pretty popular in 98. Yeah. I got it close um, this one. Okay. We... There's so many plants. <laughs> There's a lot. Sorry. Oh, Rochester's a happy place if you want to. I, I think I in. think Wesley Snipes was pretty popular. Well, I was gonna say that I think it's it's mostly due to Wesley Snipes. Yeah. I think he was popular at the time, but I also think that he was fantastic in this role. Right, and I also think people wanted a dark movie. Yeah. And they made a nice a dark a nice dark movie. But no, I think that that's a good point yeah. of like the campy. Um, Batman movies. That Batman were and out. Robin didn't do well. Right. You know, Batman Forever actually did well. Yeah. That's why they made Batman and Robin. Because, well, you know, Val Kilmer. And Batman and Robin did not do well. People hated it. People yeah. went crazy. Well, it about was it. super camp. Right. It was yeah. really bad. So they did that. It made sense that the, even though this wasn't like. Because of Batman and Robin. Right. But I bet that this had something to do with Batman Forever. Yeah. You know, because some people didn't like Batman Forever because it was so, so campy. Mm-hmm. And people kept talking about how they liked... It was weird because it was dark and campy. Right. <laughs> but they, how they liked the Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. So I, I wonder if Marvel was like, well, let's... Tr- what's a character that we have that's a dark character? Because Captain America can't be in a dark movie. Uh-huh. Iron Man can't be in a dark movie. Spider-Man can't. You know, their main yeah. characters that we think of couldn't really be in a dark movie. Mm-hmm. X-Men would be hard for them to make. Right. And who's going to give them the go-ahead? X-Men's very complicated. Yeah. So, I think... Because you have, you have an ensemble cast. Right. You have probably, you know, CGI or a oh, lot of makeup tons. or something. Yeah. yeah, and I just think with Blade, it was just like, let's just see how it goes. Yeah. And if it fails, it fails and we just won't make movies anymore. Mm-hmm. Or we'll figure out something else. And if it does well, it does well. Right. And I think they... I think it was almost like a crapshoot. You know, and it yeah. just did well, and people liked it, and that just made way for all a lot of other Marvel movies. So I just thought it was really good to kind of it was really interesting to see the backstory of it and see the influence that this movie had, 
mm-hmm. um, on the other Marvel movies. And I wonder if this movie didn't do well, if we would never have had the MCU that we know now. Because if this movie didn't do well, and they never made X-Men, which then wouldn't have done well. Spider-Man, which right. wouldn't have done well. Marvel would have, been, have made their money. and Because all of these movies before they started Iron Man was in partnership. Marvel didn't have their own studio. Mm-hmm. So it was all in partnerships with other... Right. You know, um, other studios, which is why other studios owned right. Uh, Fox owned, yeah, you know, Sony, yeah. Sony owned Spider-Man. Um, fit, um, I want to say Fox owns Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. So you notice there weren't any when they were doing those movies. There was never any Captain America, Iron Man, things right. like that because they didn't own because they didn't have a studio to make their own movies. But uh, but they were keeping them. Yeah, they didn't want to sell those to another studio. Right, right now and things. So I just think. It's we owe a lot to Blake, mm-hmm. you know, which is the silly movie. I think sometimes, yeah, it has silly parts. I think watching it now, yeah, but I think it's honestly, I think it's a really important movie too, mm-hmm. and I don't think that it really gets Why? the recognition that it deserves because I mean, you have I I think because you know you have the main character mm-hmm. is is a black man mm-hmm. and like. You didn't have a lot of superhero movies, but I think in everybody's mind, whenever they think of a superhero, it's always a white guy. Right. Oh, yeah. And I think that it's, um, you know, I think that it's super important and for it to be as popular and successful as it was. Well, and the only really, um, if you're thinking about media that is in comic books. Yeah. The only other, like, African, black superhero that I can think of that might have been popular mm-hmm. at that time was in the X-Men cartoon, uh, Storm. Yeah. You know, you had Storm, you had Bishop, but this was a cartoon. Right. So, kids were watching it. Yeah. Diehard X-Men fans right. were watching it, but not... Parker was watching it. Right. But not nor- not yeah. typical, not adults, not typical people. Well, and people. also, like, in that, in that cartoon, mm-hmm. in that show... They weren't like it's. They weren't the the main character. They're part of an ensemble. Like, True. You know, yes. Hundred percent. Yeah, they're supporting characters because they're all supporting characters. But you know, this is like, it, it's first of all a super successful co- uh, comic book movie, superhero movie that I think holds up. Like some of it's yeah. a little stupid. Like Stephen Dorff is it's very late nineties ish. Yeah. Like that whole. I mean, Stephen Dorff himself is very late nineties. Right. But um, so I mean that part of it. But I think. Well, the plot's a little eh. Yeah. But but most superhero movies even now. Yeah. The plot has holes that you can drive trucks through. Right. You know, and so it just. I felt like the plot was a little. But it's still cohesive and. You know, to a certain extent, it makes sense. It presents the world of Blade yeah. in a non-confusing way. Like, you get to the end of the movie and you understand that there are um, familiars who are yep. humans that, like, allow vampires to feed on them in the hopes that one day they'll become a vampire. No, it sets up the world. Right. Um, and it's a and good introduction that, movie that then they can go more in depth yeah. in the but other it's, movies. it's also still entertaining. Like, oh, no. I... I really enjoyed it. And I, enjoy- I, I watch it, not all the time, but like, it's definitely a movie that I come back to. Oh no, I enjoyed watching it. I, I think when we watch the movies for the podcast, I tend to have a more critical eye. Mm-hmm. Because I think if I was just watching it, just on my couch and just watching it for the hay of it, I wouldn't think about some of the campiness. 
Yeah. As I do when I'm just like, okay, we're going to be talking about this. I mean, there there are some, cam- like, some yeah. of the lines are campy. But it's also 98. Right. There's a lot of, there's campy lines and every, there's campy lines in superhero movies now, in yeah. TV shows now. So, that's... I mean, we rewatched Avengers a couple of weeks right. ago. Yeah. And good lord. Right. And that's the thing. I mean, even if you think of the X Men movies, and I mean, they're yeah. they're full of them, Spider Man mm-hmm. movies. So, I just think that the movie the movie's good and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it just did a lot for super Marvel superhero movies that we know now, yeah. which we owe a debt mm-hmm. to this. Um, what also fascinated me, and I just never realized this, David Goyer mm-hmm. wrote the movie. Yeah. I just. He, he wrote the other he, two as well. He pops up and just keeps coming in back. so many superhero movies I just never thought of. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know he's been writing superhero movies for a long time. Yeah. I think of him, I think, as... Because um, 1998 was 23 years ago. Right. And I think okay. about him as the writing partner of Christopher Nolan in the Batman movies. And then I think of him as the Suicide Squad guy. Mm. And that's all I think of him as. Yeah. And so I don't, I didn't know that he's done a lot of other movies. that you didn't think about Suicide Squad. I know. I know. So, yeah. So I just have, I, I think it was just really, it was really interesting to see the influence that this movie had. Um, is there anything about the plot that you want to talk about? I mean, not really. I think that, like, the Karen character yeah. was, um... I thought she was great. I didn't know the actress. No. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, really, the only person I, only people I really knew, were Stephen Dorff, mm-hmm. um, Wesley Snipes, and then um, Chris or Yes. No, I, no, I didn't Donald, know. Oh, Donald Lowe. Donald Lowe. Yeah. yeah. I knew who he was. But yeah. That's about it. Oh, I knew Chris Christopherson because my dad hates him. Oh, why? I don't know. He just doesn't like him. I can't even tell you another I, movie. I can't he's remember in. if it's his mu- music or his movies. Oh, he does music. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know who he is. But so, what did you think of the Whistler character? Which someone who I think I read that Whistler wasn't originally in the comics, but I believe he was in some cartoons. So he wasn't just the movie, but I think they took a minor character and just made him bigger mm-hmm. in it. What do you think of the Whistler character? I mean, I think that it's... Uh, I think that... Yeah, I like did, it. He was in the Spider-Man show. That's so lame. I like it. Well, no, um, I just... I think they needed a human... They needed to know who helped... Bla- so, they didn't do the Blade backstory of... He found another vampire hunter. He kind of did. In Whistler. Well, I think that Whistler found him as a child. Right. And, and raised, raised him. him. But, raised, but he didn't find, like, so the character, and he was a veteran. Okay. Wasn't, well, I'm just saying, I'm trying to see. So the guy who, ra- Jamal, is the one who raised him in the comics. Okay. When he first came to, okay. like, and it's just interesting. So there was no white savior character in the comics? I don't believe so. Right. <laughs> right, it just and so yeah. he he found them, but they just I think they yeah they I don't think they could have another. Mm-hmm. They already had two African American leads. Yeah, I don't know if they <clears throat> felt comfortable. Yeah, probably. You know, right? And it's, yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, I I think it's um. I don't know. Like, I think that Whistler is obviously an important character, and I I think that it's. 
I don't I don't know. I don't really know what to say about him. <laughs> right. Well, no, the whole thing is so it's just funny because Whistler appeared in the Spider-Man the Spider-Man the animated series just one episode. And then they liked the character in the movie so they just decided to okay be put him in the movie as Blade's person. That's really it. That's all his back. He wasn't from the comics or anything like that. So I just found that interesting. Yeah. You know, Whistler wasn't anybody really in the comics. I mean, the Whistler character, you needed his father figure to die. Yeah. Um, For Blade to have a reason to really want to go after mm-hmm. Deacon Frost. Um, also, in the movie, I don't remember, did Deacon Frost kill Blade's mom or no? No, she ends no. up being alive. But I don't know who it was. Well, she was a vampire. Yeah. Well, so, so she's not alive. She's a vampire. Right. I, yeah. um, oh, did sorry. He, spoiler. Did he turn her? I can't remember. Um, That's what I meant. Oh, she came back the night she was attacked and was brought in by Frost, who appears and reveals himself as the vampire who bit her. So, yes. So the answer then. So so that's also because that happens in a lot of movies and superhero stuff is the mother reveal. Well, if you think the about the dead person reveal, Batman from nineteen eighty nine, mm-hmm. not the Batman reveal, but your enemy turned out to also really be your enemy mm-hmm. because they killed your parents right. or did something that turned you into who you are. Oh, so that reveal. in the nineteen eighty nine Batman movie with Michael Keaton, it's found out later on that the Joker. Um, the Jack Nicholson Joker is the person who also killed Bruce Wayne's parents. So it's just one of those things where, which wasn't really canon, I believe. Um, they just did it in the movies. Yeah. And so it's one of those things I think they kind of took, they took from a lot of different stuff. Yeah. So like, okay, well, let's make Frost our main bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then let's have Blade find out that Frost is also the person who is the reason Blade's who Blade Wasn't is. Wasn't Sinead Latham his mother? I don't know. I don't From know. Love and Basketball? I've actually never seen Love oh and gosh, Basketball. Oh my gosh, But you're 100% right, right. yes. I love Sinead. Yeah. She's really good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that was a cool reveal. I thought it was very... So the vampires themselves, because, you know, this is a superhero movie, but it's also a vampire movie. Right. Um, I, think, I thought it was interesting, the, like, politics of the vampires. Like, there's natural-born vampires, mm-hmm. and then there's, like vampires who are made so like mm-hmm. that's the whole like thing happening with Deacon Frost is he's um, he's a main vampire, vampire so he's inferior I mean it's very similar to like Harry Potter stuff where there's um, wizards which are from a family of two wizards mm-hmm. and then there's mudbloods yeah which you know you have muggle parents mm-hmm. but you still have some wizarding ancestry in you and stuff like that so I just think sorry I just like if there's one thing I don't care about it's Harry Potter okay. it's like the one fandom that I'm just like I just don't get interested in it I'm sorry I don't care I just think that that connects to what we're talking about and I was just saying how that's a common thread in movies and it's kind of a common stuff. thread in like humanity right but okay Okay, I'm sorry. I'm no, I, I, just, I just don't understand why this is the point sorry. that we have to I fight like about you, it. I feel like you want to hit me. Well, I just don't understand. I don't understand why I you're this making point. an now argument about this. About I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but so you are anyway. correct. Okay. So, like, the mudbloods are, like, inferior to... Yes, because they're not full-blood 
vampire. Uh, Whoa. Wizards. You know. Even though they have the same powers. Right. Uh, so now we're just talking about the stupidity of of supremacy. It, Got it. Well, that's, that's exactly <laughs> it. But yeah, so I, I did think that that's a good storyline. But then how Deacon is, even though he's not a full, he was a made vampire, um, he still kind of kills the council. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And basically gets further than anyone did to... What was his main goal? He to turn trying, everyone into a vampire? There's this thing called La Magra. Yeah. Um, this but is I what I'm talking remember. about. I think the... Deacon wants to command a ritual where he would use 12 pure blood vampires to awaken the blood god. La Magra. Blade's blood is the key. Okay. So was there like a prophecy about Blade's blood? I don't remember. <laughs> because I don't remember. So that's what I mean about the plot yeah. being a little, not complex, but just a little eh. Because plots that are very clear to understand, mm-hmm. I can remember. Yeah. You know, that, that. so I think like this reminds me a little similar of like plots from like The Leave of Extraordinary Gentleman mm-hmm. or Jonah Hex mm-hmm. or things like that where... Okay, I remember bits and pieces. Yeah. But I want to remember what the main... I need to remember what the main bad guy's plan is mm-hmm. and the reason to do it. And I didn't remember. Yeah, I can't that. really remember, like, um, he's trying to incite war between vampires and humans, but I don't re- really remember that from the movie, of that's what he was trying to do. Right. I... Yeah. So it's just one of those things... But yeah, I get your point. It's like, if if we don't know... Even though it's been a little while since we watched it, like right. we should still know. Right. I remember we remembered his reasoning. Yeah. You know, to start a war or to get back at to show them that made vampires mm-hmm. can do things, but I just didn't remember mm-hmm. exactly. I didn't remember there was a blood god. Yeah. Like I didn't remember that. Um, but it's actually funny too. Some of the research that I saw is they actually made that even more complicated um, because so when he was trying to get the blood god and the blood and was the blood god was going into him yeah into Deacon the first when they first showed the movie as a screening to a test audience they made him turn into a tornado of blood and so he was a giant tornado of blood and then every now and then would pop in as Deacon and then turn into a tornado of blood again but this is when CGI was still very new. Oh. It looked so bad that they had to go back and rework it. Yeah. Because the test audience hated it. Oh hated it so much. So Could you imagine being a test audience and oh like watching the one that like sucked I would, and then that's what's in your mind? But I would love to be a test audience and give them my opinion and what I think. I'm sorry, how long do you have? I know. It would yeah. Yeah. So it could have been worse. Oh, yeah, I um, guess. And it could have been more confusing. So I'm glad they didn't do it, especially because it didn't look bad. I mean, it looked really bad. I do bad. love the term blood tornado, though. Uh, right. No, no. It sounds cool now, but we're also thinking of CGI yeah. now mm-hmm. and them being able to do it. Right. Now. So I don't think it would have looked good mm-hmm. then because there wasn't a lot of CGI stuff yeah. going on. But it's just, it's just funny to think about. And then he then defeats Frost with... Oh, so there was... Um, was it... Who created... Karen created some anti-vampire serum that turns you back into a human. I think so. Because 
Blade's bloodlust. Wasn't Blade running out of his... It explodes when it's combined with vampire blood, this thing that Karen has. Right, and she made it for Blade, right? To help no, him with his bloodlust? No, this blood is lust? different. She's, okay. she's experimenting with the anticoagulant EDTA as oh, a that's possible right. replacement for the serum. Because apparently the serum that he takes to mm-hmm. like make his bloodlust go down, mm-hmm. to make his bloodlust erection go down, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's wearing off. It's like... Not wearing off, but like, like his addict. tolerance. He needs yeah. more. His tolerance is um, is too high for right. it. So she's trying to find because she's a hematologist, mm-hmm. obviously. Obviously. Um, so she's trying to find um, a replacement for that serum, mm-hmm. and that's when she finds out that this, there's this anticoagulant that explodes when combined combined with vampire blood. And then she also manages to synthesize a vaccine that can cure the infected, but learns that it will not work on Blade. So there's, like, two different things going on. Right. So she has a bunch of syringes of the blood, the vampire the blowing cure, up. and then the blowing up one. Right. So she had a bunch... Oh, I think Blade had a bunch of the blowing up ones he was going to use as a weapon. Yeah. And then, basically, that's what happened. That's how he yeah. defeats Frost, is he stabs them. With a lot of it, and Frost basically blows up. Thank God he was in a blood tornado. How do you stab a blood tornado? Uh, he wouldn't be able to. No. You would have to. It's almost reminds me of like a video game. Yeah. Where the like if you you're, have to time it just right when he right. turns back into Frost. Yes. <laughs> no, that's a hundred percent a video game. Like yeah. there are times like I think uh, I just finished playing. Um, it's like whack a mole. <laughs> right. Well, I just finished playing um, a Mario game on my Switch, the newer Mario game, the three D Mario. Mm-hmm. And there are a bunch of times where you're fighting a guy and he you jump on his head and then he turns into like a shell or something or he spins around and if you touch him at all, mm-hmm. you can't even jump on him, you'll die. Um, and you have to wait till he stops that. So it's very like, he's a blood tornado, you can't do anything. He's Stephen Dorff, stab him. Yeah. Exactly. And so I, I think that also probably worked a little yeah. better. Um, so basically, he makes him explode. Um, the end. The end. And then basically... Um, Whistler's dead. Whistler's dead, yeah. He shot himself because he got like right. real fucked up by the vampires. Right. Um, so Blade gives him a gun, as you do. Um, you know, Karen offers to help cure Blade with the cure, and he goes, no. Because he wants to keep killing vampires. Right. Because basically if she cures him, he doesn't have his, his super strength and his super He'll just be a normal swinging. person. Just be a dude. Right. Just be Wesley Snipes. Now, did she give him a serum that makes his... Like, that's she, what I'm trying to remember. He asks her to create an improved version of the serum. And then I'm assuming we just assume that he she does. Uh, apparently. Because there's this, like, scene in... I, I don't know if it's mid-credits or whatever, mm-hmm. but he's, like, in Moscow and he, like... But he's by himself. Thing. Right. And he's fighting a vampire. Yeah. So that was the ending. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the scene that was supposed to happen. <gasps> Ooh! So the scene was that was supposed to happen, and I actually watched it. It was a very quick scene on YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, so what was supposed to happen? It was Blade. It was the day. <laughs> Blade and Karen are walking onto a in the day. Uh, walking onto a roof. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of being like, "So what are you gonna do now?" He's like, "I'm gonna kill people, vampires. I need to do that." And she basically they look in the distance. And she goes, well, it looks like your job's starting now. And you see a, sh- you see, it's day, but you see a, a, sh- a shadowy figure. 
that looks very pale, it's Morbius. It doesn't look like Morbius because Morbius was supposed to be the villain of the second movie. Oh. Yeah. That would have been cool. Right. Um, But he was not the villain of the second movie. Um, I'm trying to see of what originally happened. Um, Because Goyer wanted that. Oh, Sony owned Morbius. So they couldn't add Morbius to the Blade movies because Sam Raimi was thinking about maybe using Morbius as in Spider-Man, Spider-Man 4 type situation. Spider-Man 4 never happened. Right, but he was just, I'm planning on maybe using Morbius at some time, so Sony's basically you know like, you can't. Because Spider-Man 3 was so bad? Yeah. Yeah. Because of, of black tuxedo but be, Tobey Maguire dance. But because of just them potentially wanting to use them, Sony was just, because Sony owned all the Spider-Man characters mm-hmm. and still does so they were just like no because yeah. we might want to use him so yeah so they had to cut that and they had to re um, redo the ending mm. but that was the original one I, I mean you don't you can't really tell us if you didn't know the comics and you didn't know who Morbius was you wouldn't know right. it was Morbius same situation alright well so how would you rate this movie as a movie that I enjoy um I would give it a 7 out of 10. I would give it an 8. An 8? It combines a lot of things that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, swords. I, I'm a bigger Steven fan. Dorf. I'm a bigger fan of the second one. Okay. So, as we get into it, like... Donald yeah. Logue. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just naming things right. I like. But I'm just saying, I like the first one. Yeah. I remember loving the second one. Okay. So, I, I'm... I think 7 I'm out of 10 for the second is, one. you know... Yeah. It's a good thing for me. Another thing I wanted to discuss with you real fast. Okay. Um, on the record. Okay. So, as I was doing my research... I feel like I'm about to get ambushed. Oh, no. I, <laughs> just to tell you. Oh, God. Um, no. I'm, when I was doing my research, I read that, according to the Bladeiverse, the Blade TV show that was on Spike... For one year, did you know there was a Blade TV show that was on yeah, Spike? Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. Oh, okay. I didn't remember that you mentioned it. <laughs> but that's part. That's supposed to take af- That's supposed to take place after Blade Trinity. Okay. So it's part of. It was only one season. Yeah, it was only one season on Spike. So my thing is. Did you is, ever see it? No, I've never watched it. Okay, go ahead. Did you? No. Oh, so I'm my. See what you're gonna say. Pi- my thought is because okay. it's part. Of the movie universe that we're talking about. We should watch it? We should watch it. So it should be episode 51. Okay. We'll take a break for the 50th one for a different thing. But 51, I think this should be part of the Blade series. I like it. Okay. Okay, that's cool. I'm into that. Because it's one series and one season. And because... How many episodes? Is um, it like 20? I don't know. I don't think so. I think... I think... I would want to say it was like 13. But I could be wrong. But it takes place after Blade Trinity, and it's set. A lot of things I read says that it's canon to the Blade movies, so I kind of want to. I think it should be added on to it. Um, so we're checking to see how many episodes it is before she commits <laughs> to something. It's not even like coming up in Blade the series. Um, twelve episodes. Okay, I think it's doable. How are um, we watching this? I don't know. I'm, let me. I'll do the research, and I'll, we have some time. Okay. And I'll do the research, and I'll find. It. We're gonna watch it on our own because we can't watch twelve episodes of something together. But um, you know, yeah. I just think it would be nice to do. Okay. I think it would be fun to do. So um, 
So just I'm trying to see who's in it. I don't think it's anybody. No, it was on Spike. So it wasn't anybody. Don't talk shit about Spike. Spike was a very rough channel. Oh, I know Bokeem Woodheim. Woodbine. Jeez, can't even talk to that. Okay, but we can talk about who's in it when we do it as an episode. But I just think that I just I knew that there was one. Mm -hmm. I had just never like I never watched it or knew anything about it. So yeah, so I just thought because it's canon that we should add it to the Blade series. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I think that's a good plan. Um, do are we gonna talk at one point about upcoming Blade? Just as like a, I mean, I don't. I think I think we can talk about that. After we talk about the series, okay. and then say what what's expected next for okay. Blade. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, let's talk about this version of Blade first, and then. Okay. Yeah. Well, so our next episode is obviously going to be Blade Two. Yep. The Blade inning. Very excited about that. I have yeah. a lot of stuff to talk about that because I actually have a history of Blade Two. Yeah. So I'm excited. You have about a that. you have a history. I, well, I mean, I just have more. You and you and Blade Two were a thing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so we can't. We st- when we run into each other in places, we yeah. still can't look at each other. Yeah. But yeah. No, I just have more of. I don't remember when I first saw Blade. Blade, but I can tell you when I first saw. I Blade think I Taylor saw it in theaters. Like that, the so. second one. I think I did too. Yeah, I have a, I have a theater story. So. Um. All right. Well, uh, I've been Allison, and I've been Parker, and this has been insert super pun here.